Hi, everybody. We're back. It's Lisa and Danielle. Welcome back. Uh, we have a very special guest today, and we can't wait to introduce you to her. Um, I just want to preface by um, we've been doing a lot of, obviously, you were hearing us on probably um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but we're also on YouTube. And we've been trying, and most of our episodes lately are done live on camera for YouTube. So if you want to check us out there, that'd be great. Check us out, subscribe, like that helps us a whole bunch. But otherwise, throughout the episode, sometimes you'll hear us talking about stuff we're seeing on the screen because we're all looking at each other virtually, like in a Zoom call, and we'll pop things up on the screen and show pictures. And so if you hear us doing that, that's what's going on because this is actually a video somewhere that you can check out. All right. The utter so, excitement. <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting. I think it's exciting. Yeah. All right, everyone. Um, so our special guest today is Jenica Mays with AMA's Photography. Um, we are so excited that she's here with us. Uh, not only is she uh, a huge part of, it, I think, this community because of the photography that she does, um, but she is my dear sister-in-law. And um, I love her to pieces. And I am just super grateful that she was able to join us. And I think it's super special the photos that she takes and, um, like I said, the impact that she's had on our community with the photos that she does and the people that she works with. So, uh, Jenny, take it away, like share a little bit about who you are and, uh, what you do. And, um, mostly I kind of want you to share your story about what got you into photography and, uh, your passion for what you're doing today. into this this career I was in school full-time I needed an internship and I just got really lucky to work for one of the biggest radio stations here in the valley um it was an amazing internship program and they actually hired me on and I quickly moved into the morning show with one of the locations and it was truly amazing um I got to learn a lot soak everything up and eventually went from there to sports and I worked for a huge sports agency who I still freelance for all the time. They're one of the most amazing companies I've ever gotten to work with. And I was just truly lucky. I was maybe like 20, 21 at the time. And they just kind of let me figure it out. Instagram had just launched. It was brand new. And they're like, we don't know what to do with this. Can you help us figure out how to apply this <laughs> to our players? And same thing with websites. It was like, we need websites for our players. Um, blogging had just become like this large, popular thing. Um, so it was kind of figuring out how to navigate that and trial and error. And then one day I was working for a different company and I was just like, I'm done doing this. I have four other people. I want to do this for myself. And I had been doing family shoots on the side. I've been doing friends like headshots. I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. And I never looked back and here we are. So I'm that's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have some of the coolest 
photos and um like not just photos what i'm referring to is when she says that she worked for like this radio station and what i can remember of this is well it was years ago it's like her with these like famous people and i have to describe jenny just a little bit she's this like spunky tiny like just full of energy um you know person and so some of these like famous folks that she's in these photos next to just tower over her and like but that's what this industry did for you it like really put you in front of some of these really awesome cool people and uh i remember going to these like crazy bar parties (laughs) with you i mean just the craziest (laughs) stuff so don't breeze over that like that's part of this like (laughs) yeah I feel like I was really I you know I'm just the word I can say is I'm just very blessed and very I just I just fell into the right spot at the right time and and then once I was there I just really worked my butt off and haven't stopped working my butt off ever since but yeah I mean I radio was such a really cool time for me because I was just a sponge and I just took everything in, but I'm so grateful for some of the experiences I've had. I mean, I've gotten to shoot like Wiz Khalifa, um, everything from like Wiz Khalifa to, um, like genuine and, um, into radio. So Vince Gill and like some of these iconic people, um, I mean, old school like artists like Martina McBride and everything in between and it's been just truly one of the coolest things I will say I think if I were to tell you one of my favorite stories from all of that it'd probably be last minute I was actually freelancing by this point and they're like we need a photographer can you come out to Queen Creek there's this event going on and we need somebody to shoot this artist. And I was like, yeah, sure. They're like, it's very last minute. I'm like, no, I can make it. Like, I'm in Chandler. Let's go. And so I came out there. They like, it was, I mean, went around this whole line of cars, went to this whole back area. And I get there and I'm like setting up my equipment. And I'm standing there with one of the talents and then this artist. And it dawns on me. This is somebody when I was like five years old, five years old, I was dancing to his music and it was Kenny Loggins and I'm sitting (laughs) here I'm like I have to videotape like Footloose like I gotta videotape this and send it to my sister because she's gonna be so jealous she's in love yes like really this is our song it's been our thing since we were like she used to make me have to learn the dance moves and I was three years old like it's such a cool moment to like see things from such a different perspective And I think also radio and that realm has taught me so much about really appreciating appreciating the full art that goes into something behind the scenes. Because as fans, we tend to just like be so excited and, you know, just we want to show up and sing along and do all that kind of stuff. But once you're behind the scenes of it, you have like a whole deeper appreciation for what somebody's doing. Because at the end of the day, this is their job. And they're grinding just as hard to create this. And it's not just them. They have this huge team behind them to help make that magic happen. Whether it's like um, 
audio setup, the band, their managers, like there's so much that goes into all of that. Mm -hmm. And I think what it, what radio did for me was teach me that you can only grow if you are surrounded by the right people in your life, like, and building that community around you. And, you know, I feel Danielle has gotten to see me grow up, like, and I really have like navigated friendships and relationships over the course because I wanted people who understood that like my career was what my dream was like and not just you know not just a job like this is more right. than that to me and so um finding the right people that like understood that and like supported that versus like putting me down because I didn't show up to dinner you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah you and do then, the coolest stuff like it's yeah huge impact in the in the community like i said um you it, you know can you share a little bit about uh the photography side of things like i know you do some social media content and um you know that type of thing but can you share a little bit about the photography that you do here in the community that we live in um obviously we're all here in arizona um we talk a lot about where we where we all reside um and not to say that you don't do photography outside of here because you do travel to different states and do photography there too. Um, but I think you've got a really big following here in Arizona where your, you know, your home is. And um, if you can share a little bit about who your, you know, who some of your favorite shoots have been with or like what some of your favorite things have been to do here with um, the companies or communities that you work with, that would be great. Yeah. Um so I have like different categories of photography. I feel like as a photographer, you kind of find your niche and that becomes your thing. If you're a wedding photographer, a newborn infant photographer. And for me, I like the one thing going into it is I want to do anything that like, like fuels my soul. So I decided not to put myself in a bubble. I want to have a diverse group of clientele. And so I have three main categories. And the first one is, um, lifestyle so it's a lot of families it's a lot of kids graduating things like that and the evolution of families in general I've been so blessed um I have clients that I've been shooting for 10 years so I've watched them go from being you know a couple and then getting married to having a kid and then having three kids and you know um it's truly amazing and I shoot these little mini holidays sessions every year and it's been so fun to watch um their families grow and get to help tell that story even if it is once a year and my clients have become my family and I feel like we've kind of have created that dynamic together and it's just so their kids love me I love them and like we you know they send me their Christmas cards now and so it's like really fun to kind of see that um and I genuinely like there's something so special about those to me that I'm like, I don't know how to ever let the, that go. Like I will do that till the day I can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's one area. And then I have editorial shoots and in editorial shoots, I get to work with um, a very vast um, group of people here in the Valley. I've worked with lawyers. I work with um, influencers entrepreneurs um with their small businesses 
Um, some of those kind of are like state 48. I have some bloggers here that are killing the game out there and it's amazing and some really cool interior designers. And it's just, honestly, it's a, the same thing, different group of people and a different location. And I just truly, I, I want to help build somebody's story and make them feel confident in front of the camera. And, and realistically, my end goal is just storytelling. At the end of the day, that's what I love. And um, that's something I'm really passionate about. And then my third category for photos is weddings. And I call it serendipity because I like more of that intimate wedding setting where it's almost an elopement feeling. Um, and we do like a lot of engagements and couples and things like that. And there's just something so magical, like getting to be part of that. Last year, I had a friend of a friend get engaged and it was really cool because I brought my husband with me and I was like, okay, I'm going to show you how to like take video on here. And we were able to capture video and photos at the same time. And now we're going to do their wedding and a few other small things that I can't really get into details with, but it's just really cool to be able to be part of such a really iconic and special moment for them. That's a milestone. And, you know, I, I, there's something really fun about that. That's really what, cool. You get to you get to capture some of the happiest moments of people's lives. And I can tell by the look on your face, you just enjoy making people happy and being part of happy moments and capturing, you know, in this crazy world, we're all, you know, it's all just everything to be upset you sometimes. And you get to capture the good things and the good times that people can, you know, it's amazing. I, I, I can tell you just adore it and you love it. Yeah. It's such a special, like, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like you, you captured all these, uh, you know, we had these moments in, um, in our lives that you got to capture that I don't get anymore. Right. With, with our gym, you were a huge part of that with all of my kids. And so without that, um, that we got to hang on to, I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't have those to like those photos to look back on and, um, all of those like special memories to look back on. So certainly what you do is such a, uh, it creates such an impact in everyone that gets to take part in it. Um, yeah. So it's like, it's just such a special thing. Um, what is your, like, what are your favorite, what's your favorite thing? Like, what do you, what's your, like, if you had to pinpoint the type of photo you want to do, I know that's so probably very cliche, right? But like, <laughs> what's your favorite? There's got to be something that you're like more, um, more in tune with than another, right? You know, you're like, I can't say. It's like no. choosing a favorite child. <laughs> well, oh, I can tell you. it's her puppy. Um, Oh, I get it. <laughs> um, I feel like that is a hard question. I mean, it, it. I think it changes, and I think it changes season to season. Um, and I, I mean, I, I feel like that's such a cop out a, a answer, but like <laughs> perfect. But perfect example. I feel like okay. So this past year, like our grandma passed away, and it was right in the thick of my holiday minis and I had to shift 40 families to a different weekend 
And that alone, I was like so overwhelmed about doing because I've never had to do something like that. But at the same time, when I showed up that next week, it was like getting the biggest hug and it filled everything that was broken with like warmth. And it's because I've built these relationships with these clients and I've gotten to do that. So like to me, that kind of moment is so special and I I love that. And I, it's like this weird high you get when you have 40 families you're shooting in two days and it's like, I just want to keep going and going and am I drained by it at the end? Yes. But all of a sudden I get this like huge overwhelming feeling of just like, wow, like 40 families just wanted to hang out with me. 40 families wanted to invest their money and their memories into me. And then to do that eight times is just like mind blowing. Um, but then I have these moments where I'm like getting to sit, you know, on a football field or inside the ropes at waste management, like with a couple players that I've been working with for over 10 years. Like that's such a cool, like out of body experience. And it's, it's something I've never taken for granted. And I continue to always stay true to like building an authentic relationship and network with them. Um, and same thing in radio, like I still work for all three radio stations as they need and Country Thunder and there's these just moments of like really highs. And I think the other part is business can have its lows too and like learning to like really soak in those moments that are high because when you're having a low day, it's like that's what you look like. No, it's all going to be okay. And so I think it just really changes. I mean, I love it all. And that's why I offer the services I offer. Um, and I'm super excited because I just rolled out the heirloom minis and that one I think is probably my top favorite right now. And I haven't even shot anybody. Um, what is that? What is, what's heirloom minis? What's that? Yeah. So they're going to be like a custom session where we are going to come into your home or come into a space that you want and we're going to capture something. So for like our family, it would be like sitting with my mom and like learning how to make her spaghetti sauce. And we're going to capture oh. everything from start to finish. And we'll also like, if you want to add on like a, like a little video clip of it, we'll add that into the package. And basically we're creating that whole experience of something that you can pass down to mm -hmm. your kids and, and their kids and so forth. But I think like, you know, we always talk about sharing recipes and things like that, but then you get a recipe, like our mom's a good example of this, um, where and it's she, halfway leaves written. One, <laughs> she leaves an ingredient out and you're like, did you do that on purpose? So getting, <laughs> so getting to sit there and, and capture all of that and also have those moments so like treasured and connected are so so cool. So it's something new I wanted to create. Um, you know, it was something that we got to do with my grandma and like, you know, just being the family photographer, I'm always capturing these moments. And so like wanting to open that gate for like everybody. Yeah. That's great. I love That's that. a cool idea. That's a really cool idea. <laughs> I can just picture that. I can picture a hundred things I would love to do something like that with. <laughs> 
I can't necessarily picture it with my kids. I think it would turn into an absolute disaster, but um, it's certainly something that is worth. It's almost like we could get like the sisters in the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. And then be videoed having fun like that, doing grandma's recipes. I don't know if the grandkids should be, or like the younger kids should be part of this quite yet <laughs> because they're, they're like loose cannons still, like they'll get distracted and something will happen. And yeah, but I, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but even like that, like it would be like, you know, like your, like your husband and like son playing video games together or yeah. like it can even be like you know back in the day like Hayden and you in the gym like things like that it could be something super simple but special to something that you did together i mean look at i have photos from every year for i think since the pajama shoot with your kids mm-hmm. but it became like this little tradition a thing. with my nieces and nephew like and it's so cool and like i get to say that's something special that we've created and you know, so it could be something so small and different and whatever you really want it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They look forward to that every year. They're like, so when is oh. this photo shoot happening? When do we get to torture Jenny? That's what they're looking forward to. When do we get to torture her? They got it this year. Yeah. Okay. So do you have these like special? So I know that photographers are like super crazy. Like they keep these secrets. They're like locked up secrets about oh, yeah. special spots. Mm-hmm. Do you have these? You're laughing because you know it's true. Yeah. If you're not watching this, Jenny is like laughing almost like she's yeah. in a peer pants. Yeah. No, but I truly think that photographers keep these like special spots on lockdown and they don't necessarily like we see these beautiful okay, so uh for those of you that have been listening, my my oldest is getting married. Um, Jenny took these beautiful photos of her for her engagement photos. The spot, the light, the spot is like beautiful. I could not find a spot like that to save my life, but somehow she finds these like diamonds in the rough. (laughs) And I would be like, okay, let's go out here. And then there's like a street behind us and like build, like I can't find stuff like that. So there's either some like private, like dark photo group that you're in that shares all these like... (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? Like, come on. I Am I wrong? Industry secrets. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because there's been times when I see something on Instagram from another photographer and I'm like, where's that at? And they're like, um, well, like I can't really share it. And so the biggest thing as a photographer that I wanted to do was not be a gatekeeper. Thank you. And, and, and my thing is, is at the end of the day, if it becomes that popular, eventually it's going to be found out. And Nichols Park was one of my absolute favorite places. And this is like, I mean, when I was first starting out and it's so funny because it's behind like a Walgreens and there's just like this empty parking lot and then like this little tiny thin layer of grass. And then if you go over the grass down in like this is beautiful, like you look at your yeah. hidden forest and it's amazing. Um, but back in the day, nobody knew about it. And now every photographer shoots there, but they have it closed now. So I'm really sad about that. Oh. Um and so that's a cool spot, but it's also like sketchy. 
And realistically for me, like finding these places is normally like I'll be driving and I slam on my brakes or I'm in the car with like my husband and he, I'm like, oh my God, stop. Like, and he like, sound. he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, that could be a cool spot. Like, and it's. Look at that tree. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. Tell, yeah. I'm like, I tell my clients, I'm like, I'm sending you somewhere. It's going to look really sketchy. I promise you behind the Safeway down this hill is going to be beautiful. Like, and it's like, yeah. come on, little children. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I do have some top favorites and I've never been a gatekeeper because honestly, the hardest thing, especially as, as you've all seen in Phoenix, um, it's growing so much that there are hard spots to find. And I'm such a natural light photographer, which means I love shooting outside. Um, it's hard to find really cool, beautiful spots anymore because they keep tearing everything down. So if you find them, we like try to take as much as photos as we can before they're gone <laughs> so yeah. I do have some favorites and I'm more than happy to share a couple um let's see I'm gonna present Ooh. <clears throat> we're gonna see some photos <laughs> yeah okay. I love uh, is it, okay so it? that's my beautiful hard-headed daughter and her <laughs> fiance <laughs> so cool so this and is so, Go ahead. yeah, but to many people, it's like, it looks like it's, you know, it too, I feel like to, to look at this area, just like at a distance, it probably looks like dead grass, right? But in this photo, it's like the lighting and the color, it's like beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I can't find, or I mean, I would never be able to take a picture like this, but I don't see stuff like that. I'm like, oh gosh, no, I'm not, I'm not going in there. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, you know, how do you find stuff like this? It's crazy. That's, that's, I think, where her eye comes in. She just has a natural, she's a natural photographer and she sees the beauty in places that no one else will. She can find the little yeah. gem hidden in there. And most people can't I have an do eye that. for that's disaster. What, yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a magnet for disaster. <laughs> not an eye, but I'm just a magnet. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think, you know, I think as an entrepreneur, there's two things. There's what you're good at, right? Your skill set. And then there's the other part of it, which is like the business side of things. And if you were to ask me about the business side of things, I'll tell you that's been the hardest area for me to really tackle. And I've learned over, over the course of time that like in order to do what you love to do and your talent, you have to really understand the business side first and really grasp that. Um, so now that I've gotten to that point, I can just do what I love, which is I do like to like look at things different. And I'm such a very open-minded person that I'm like, well, let's just go and test it out and see what's happening. I will have to say as hard-headed as Hayden is, um, she's a great client because she listens to me. I'm like, we're going to get up at sunrise and you're going to show up at this time and this is what we're going to do. And she's just goes for it. And so we get that beautiful lighting and something like this. And I think the biggest underrated statement is lighting is everything. Um, and especially here in Arizona, like harsh lighting, which is sun out and bright is the hardest lighting as a photographer to work with a day that's overcast and gloomy is one of the most beautiful lightings. And I love that beautiful golden hour sunrise. 
Me too. Um, because you mm-hmm. get something like this and it's just truly everything. And then locations. Um, I think locations is all about the person and what you're trying to like capture. This location is probably my favorite location. It is um, an exclusive location. It's Schnepp's Farms on their wedding side. Oh. And it's just, you actually have to um, really build an, a relationship with them to be able to shoot on site. Um, and I'm lucky to have been able to do that with them over the course of time. And I mean, there's places like this that we can actually shoot in um, outside of Schnepp. And there's like, um, Butcher Jones has a hidden area like this too. And you can get that lush at the right time of season. So, um, Interesting. Wonderful. So this is not, you can't just show up to this location and shoot. You do have to have some type of like relationship or appointment or something to like go to this. Yeah. So you'd actually be pretty shocked at how many locations, um, especially venues, whether it's hotels or like wedding venues, you actually have to have permission to go in and take photos. Um, and normally they come with a cost. Like I know that they can charge anywhere between 100 to like 300 for like an hour, hour and a half. Um, and then there's locations like up by like McDowell mountain area. Um, where now like the city of Scottsdale, you actually have to have like a photographer permit to shoot at their, um, like the Sonoran preserve up there. So there is like a lot of extra layers that go into photography that people aren't aware of. So it's like making sure that you have the right credentials and and things like that. So is this something that you kind of had to learn along the way, I'm guessing? Yeah, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I've been a rebel a few times. Um, But with signage and things like that, I'm starting to learn about (laughs) different things. I'm learning about different things. And so like McDowell, I do have like, whole form I filled out and it really is a learning experience but also just taking the time to do your homework as a photographer for your client so looking into okay what hotel are we shooting at what are their roles and guidelines and do I have to submit anything and and within like a good two week time frame of making sure that you have that amount of time to like research all that um, which is like really shocking. And then there's places that want you to shoot on their property and, you know, go for it. So I try to like give a good balance for things like that and give options. And with my clients, I send them a link that has all the different options and like it's broken down into paid areas and like ones that you have to pay a small fee for or free locations. So yeah, I feel like it's good for everyone, right? Like you're kind of sharing their location and spot and you're, you know, benefiting the clients, obviously getting these beautiful photos out of it. So I feel like it's a win-win uh, for everyone at that point. Yeah, it really is. And like, um, you know, once you start building a relationship with, um, as as a photographer, if you're looking into that, like once you start building those relationships, um, does it become a little bit easier over time? And like, you can, I mean, I, McDowell is a great example. Like when I first reached out, it was like, you have to fill out this form, you have to do all this stuff. But now I just send in like, this is the date I'm going with these people. This is how many, and this is the time. And it's like, great, have a good time. Let us know if you need anything, you know? So it's just, 
becomes easier. So yeah. Do you want to see a few other ones? Yeah. Of course. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Um, so these are more, these are like in, in, like in location for them. So this is actually one of my clients who does, um, she does, there's two of them and they both are hairstylists and they're here like over in the Chandler area. Um, so I love to shoot in people's studios and their spaces because I really think you get to capture the whole experience and tell a story of what they're trying to sell. Um, so I love this one. And then, ooh. I loved how simple that was actually. Yeah. And her and her hair, like it was like beautiful. Um <laughs> Yeah, the you color is all watch. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But her red hair is like actually beautiful. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah, and she's like the sweetest girl. So yeah, mm. I love like I love like um just kind of finding like a new way to like showcase stuff too. Because I'm like, how many hairstylists have you seen on social media? And it's like, how do we be creative and different? You know, mm-hmm. so looking for that kind of composition. And then this one is at Schnapps also. So this is the same one as where Hayden <laughs> um, got, is doing her engagement photos. And it's just like a beautiful, awesome field with these really cool trees. It doesn't look like Arizona. And the lighting is just, I've never had a bad day shooting there. So That's cool. Yeah. It's just like fun. And I like ones where you're not so cozy. You just let them yeah. have a good time. Um, I love this client. This is my Girl Scout client. <laughs> oh, is um, it? <laughs> yeah. But they're just like so amazing. And they just, they said this is like one of their favorite shoes because they just let their kids run and have a good time in this huge field. And it was about just creating a genuine memory that they can pass down and be like, remember that time out in the forest and this is what they get, you know? So mm-hmm. I've never seen them smile so much. <laughs> like you were yeah. That's so do really you pro- cool. do you provide guidance on like in a photo like that previous one? Do you provide guidance on color for clothing to kind of like match what they're walking into? Like these colors are perfect. So are you giving that like, you know, here's what would be best for photo purposes or are you allowing them to really have that creative um, you know, like freedom with that? Yeah. So um, in a situation like this, I do send out like this awesome little thing. I can actually pull it up here. Let's see. Like, so I have this page here. It's called like the mini house rolls that all my clients get. You're getting a real exclusive right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kids um, again. <laughs> um. So basically what it is, is it really breaks down like a style guide. So it talks a little bit about colors and some patterns and details so, like, in the colors, I always say, like, earth tones is a great place to start or pastels, but just, like, a softer color um, and really thinking about, like, what would look best on camera with your location. So, kind of trying to blend in a little bit with your location because we really want it to be about the whole scenery, the whole experience, and really just showcasing what you're doing so when you kind of go a little bit more softer in colors, it allows everything else to kind of tell the whole story. Um, and then we talk about patterns. So like patterns is like, you don't want everybody in plaid. You want everybody in plaid, stripes, and floral. Like you want to pick one 
and pick one family member. So you pick your favorite kid, right? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. And then like details is kind of like, you know, showcasing like a jacket or a scarf or a hat, something that'll give movement in your images or even your dress, like could have like a flow to it. So I do give like this whole beautiful, like breakdown of like different little examples of stuff and you know, just goes into the whole process. Any question you can think of is here. I even talk about how to prep for your photo shoot the night before picking out your clothes. I talk about like how to reward your kids, like going into a photo shoot and after photo shoot. So you're getting like a full fun day experience. And it's not just that 15 minutes you're with me or that 30 minutes you're with me. Um, It's about like we're going to breakfast after, or we're going to, you know, go to the movies or you get to go pick out a toy after this and like make it special for them. Because we even know like with our like husbands and stuff, it's hard work getting them to want to do it. So, so it's like trying to find a way to turn this, like this activity that you want to have and these photos you want to have remembered into something that's a lot more than that. And that's like a whole experience day and making it fun for the family and fun for the kids so I even go in what to bring things like that to do um and then it goes into like the process and all the business nitty-gritty so I do go over that so my client here like sent me actually photos and she's like is this good like does this all kind of like flow together is it too neutral and I said nope this is perfect so this one I think Executed so nicely. Yes. Um, yeah. And then same thing here. Like this family, like the wall was such a simple, solid wall. And mm-hmm. I was like, just pick out your favorite color that you want to bring and just kind of play into that. So it pops out beautifully in a photo like this. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. They're this both amazing. My- yeah. Um, this wall is really cool. It's actually, if you can pick like, um, a mall area like Santan Village, Tempe Marketplace, there's really cool just solid walls when you walk around. Like, just take the time, walk around an area, and you're like, that could be a cool wall, that could be one. And this one is up at DC Ranch. Um, It's a pretty popular one that I love. Yeah. Um, Studio shoots. This one, I think I could tell you, it's just a white room white floors, white background. And I've never seen so many kids lose their mind in a space before. But what (laughs) it does is it creates for them to just be active and run around and do whatever. Um, This studio specifically, I'm obsessed with. It's Good Vibe Media. It's owned by Carly. And she owns um, Good Vibe Media. studios and like a all women based videography company which is so cool so it's a bunch of women working together we get to work hand in hand a lot and their space is just so stunning so simple and they're a great group of women to be surrounded by that's cool so this is where we're going to have our pictures taken lisa yeah, we really need to do this speaking of i have a question okay i can't i'm not a photographer obviously Very few people are very good at that, like you are. And I always have a double chin. I, well, you know, it's like pictures are fun, you know, 
it just it's the memory that matters and I get that. But I kid you not, and I'm sure you see this all the time. I mean, what is it about some people they take up amazing they're just so photogenic and then other people it's like never gonna have i have yet in my life to take a picture where i am photogenic and it's like but somebody could not even be trying and it just is perfect and like what is that like what is it is it just um what what is that and what do you do if somebody's just not coming out good like what do you do your pictures are perfect are you talking about yourself yeah Oh, stop. Oh, no, it's so true. Don't listen to her. No, it really is. It really is. And it's fun. And I'm used to that. And it's just funny. I don't care. But I'm just curious, like, how photographers look and you're trying to catch a really great, like, thing. And it's just, you're like, they're just not photogenic. Like, what do you do? She's all bent out of shape over this. If you guys are listening, she's all bent out of shape (laughs) over this one time that we captured a video. And it was a still shot. And she was like, in the video, uh. and it was like clownish looking, <laughs> and I will blame myself for that because I was the editor and I didn't know how to fix it. But no, it's okay. I really, it's I, don't, I don't take myself that seriously. <laughs> I just think it's funny. I, I do. I honestly think it's funny. But I'm just curious because I feel like, um, you know, some people it's just natural. They have a natural great face for pictures. I, you know, okay. So I agree. Like truthfully, I, I feel like Hayden has never taken a a terrible picture. It's the weirdest thing. Right. And she can look awful sometimes. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, how did you come out looking? No, I mean, like, I, my kids make fun of me when I wake up in the morning and I look like we talked about this, the whole Jane Fonda thing. And I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> but certainly, yeah, don't snap a picture of me right now. But yeah. yeah, I agree. There are people that are much more photogenic, but but somehow you do capture them and their photo still looks great. So is it the photographer or is it the person? Mm-hmm. Like who That's is behind the magic? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think there's um, a few different things um, that factor into that. I think like, look, I'll be honest. Like if you're watching, if you're watching this, great. If you're not watching this, <laughs> I'm a little bit more of a curvy girl. Like I'm short and gained a little extra weight throughout like the COVID years. So I'm like, I am curvy and short. So it's like a lot of things not in my favor. Um, She's but, beautiful. <laughs> she is so beautiful. I don't know. I was going to say, even like with my wedding photos, I've learned to appreciate them. And I think we were talking about this one day about my ears. And I'm like, my ears are funny in them. And I notice things. But the thing is, is. When somebody else looks at it, that's not the first thing they see. So I think there's this one layer where you are your own worst critic. And if you were to look at Danielle's photos and vice versa, like you would never say like the other person like looks awful in a photo. And you wouldn't start picking out those little things <clears throat> that you pick out on yourself. <laughs> and I have clients who are drop dead gorgeous. And like, I don't need to do any editing of any sort. And they still will tell me their most insecure moments in these photos. Like, my nose is too big. Like, my lips are too small. Like, I have a double chin. Like, every single person that you come across has insecurities about themselves. But nobody else notices. So, realistically, the photos you were talking about of yourself, nobody else notices. Because it's your insecurities you're living with. Which... We're all human. That's normal. And one of my biggest things as my business is designed is I want to break that stigma of altering your images 
and replacing it with learning to like really love yourself and to fall in love with your insecurities. And I, it's my own hardest thing that I am trying to overcome. Um, but it's something I don't want to put into this world when there are all of these filters that exist and all these different things that exist um, mm-hmm. for us to make ourselves look like how we want. And then in 10 years, when we look at that photo, I'm like, I wish I still look like that. When in reality, you have a filter, you have, you know, Facetune who like took away all your like double chins and like gave you bigger eyes. So I want to remove that and replace it with just learning to like embrace the moment you're in. Um, this family here, I've been shooting since they were pregnant with their first kid. Um, and, and in this shoot afterwards, she's like, I hope you got something from that. And after she received her photo, she's like, these are amazing. But like, even in the shoot, it was like, I hope I look okay. Like I'm sitting here and I'm not even paying attention. But when you look at this photo, you, you are only looking at something where you're like, this is a family enjoying their time mm-hmm. and they're just having this special bond moment with their children you don't look yeah. at them and start to pick apart oh no all those layers so i think no. it comes to learning to just build that confidence of your insecurities which is something all of us i think always will learn to like go through um and i think it's also as a photographer learning how to make my clients feel comfortable in front of the camera because that's a very vulnerable place and feeling like I'm going to make you feel comfortable and build your confidence up and make you just not worry about how you look, but what you're doing. And that's trying to tell your story and have you look at this photo and be like, that was one of the funnest days I had, or Mm -hmm. that day made me cry. That day made me laugh, whatever it may be. Um, so that's my part as a photographer. So I think it's kind of like a twofold when it comes to something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I enjoy it and everybody has a double chin. So we should all just appreciate it. Somehow I'm always moving to make mine show. That's a really handsome photo. Yeah. That looks great. This is, um, John Rom. If you are unfamiliar with golf, he is actually, um, the green jacket um, winner of last year, and he's one of the top golfers internationally. Um, this was for a partnership with him and um, Dobell. They're like a tequila company in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the privilege of shooting something like this for him. And we've, I've been working with him since he was at ASU. Um, wow. And building those relationships over the course of time has been so fun. And even even he had moments where he was like, okay, now how am I supposed to pose? What do you want me to do? Right. Okay. So, you know, it's just like learning to kind of find what they like and what angle is comfortable for them and building their confidence, confidence up like that. And I think this is a great example of that where, you know, he doesn't like to look directly in the camera sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's so yeah. funny because he's always in front of one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I I can tell you right now, I think that's all I have in here. I have a couple other ones. But I think I could tell you right now that um, it really comes down to everybody has them. Everybody has their thing that they don't 
you know, that they're not into and they're uncomfortable with. And no matter what star stardom level you have, like it exists and, you know, everybody's human at the end of the day, no matter where you've been, what you've done, what your career looks like, you still are finding all the same things, your own insecurities, your own confidence, you know, building the right friendships and stuff around you. And I think it's just like, when you start to put in perspective like that, it's like, what needs to happen more is kindness and compassion and building each other up and being like, no, you look beautiful like that. You look, you know, because how you speak about yourself can be really hard. And, and I think that's something because of how we've been taught, like Mm -hmm. growing up, whether family or television and magazines and things like that. And I think if we stopped doing that and if we started replacing it with how we want to empower our friends and do that for ourselves, it would change, you know, Sure. it just takes, just takes time to readjust your brain that way. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I, with what you just said, I want to just point out that you're wearing a shirt that says, be a kind human. I love it. I love that so much. You're getting the exclusive. This is well, actually a it's new just, shirt. Yeah, it's just like a cool thing. Like Lisa and I, we record all of these. And I think Jenny and I we were talking off um, off camera about how we, you know, we have this like um, mission to do better and like not for us necessarily I mean always to be doing better but this mission to like change the narrative and to share good Mm -hmm. and to help people push forward all the time when they feel like there's not that support that they need and um you just said what we talked about yesterday and it's it's like we need so many more people like that around to continue to share that message. And um, I think the more and more that those messages are shared, like just be a good human and listen when listening is needed and don't necessarily share an opinion when opinions aren't wanted. Like we're, we need to like lend helping hands and um, be compassionate and share the joys in the world around us. And um, it's, it's not always something that's easy. And I know it's taken, you know, 40 plus years to try to master and it's going to continue to be something that we work on together. Um, and so having you be a piece of that in this effort to like, just be better in the world is huge. Um, so share a little bit about that. Like, what is this be a kind human? Yeah, I um, I think last year was just like a very transitional year for me um, between relationships and life and, you know, letting go of people, saying goodbye to people, things like that. And, and the people that also really uplifted me and like the community that I am so blessed to be surrounded by, I'm like... I didn't realize how many amazing people I was really surrounded by until I was in the hardest places, you know, and not that I wasn't aware of the humans in my life and 
you know, such, um, I think what it did is it opened up, like, I, I was vulnerable and needing, needing that connection. And, and that's a huge word that you'll see, like, time in, time out with my business is connection. And I wanted to this year just really, like, dive heavily into that, which is, like, why I have the heirloom you know, minis and why I'm going to be rolling out some really fun stuff. But one of them is kind of, you know, if you know me, I'm a sweatshirt girl and I just wanted to create something for, to give back to my clients that they can purchase and be part of a movement that was all empowering and it empowers everything that I believe in, which is compassion, kindness, um, and empathy and, and true connections and authentic friendships and relationships um so I want wanted to roll out like either we're gonna start quarterly and then if it drives traffic we'll go from there but like a quarterly promotional sweatshirt that you can buy and be part of and you know and then I eventually want to get to the place um where eventually a proceed of it will go to some kind of foundation and there's some cool ones um, that are out there. So I've been like slowly researching um, what that looks like. There's some really cool companies um, that I've been lucky to talk with about what they do. And um, I mean, there's one that's even called like the Be Kind Movement. And it's like for geek, like kids and it gears into that. And I, I, you know, donated over the years. And so just looking at how do I, as a business owner, take this outside of just a service that I'm providing, but also be part of the community in a healthy, positive message. And that's where I think this is slowly going to come into play. You guys are getting the full exclusive. So if you can give me the clip, I can share that. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, of course. You know, it's something fun and new and I just want to see how it does. And I think as, as an owner, you know, it's like a big part to like fail and succeed and I'm going to just roll with this one and see how this plays out. But I just think like, I don't want to just be saying things on social media um, and then not having an, an additional way to act on it. And I also want it to be something where the messaging goes beyond that. And I think like, how do you really get involved in the community and what does that look like? And I just want the world to just be a little bit kinder, you know? So, yeah. I love it. I can't wait yeah. to order my first shirt. So you got to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a um, opportunity for collaborative work. And um, it feels like something that's going to be very special coming from you and coming from Amy's photography and um i hope that we can do this again with you soon just to get some updates on where your movement is going and how things are going with you um we want to thank you today for joining us and we certainly will have you back with us to um do that update um for everyone that was not able to listen yet we record an episode with our dear friend Jess uh, she shared a lot of um, uplifting and inspiring things from her past about 
a uh, journey into weight loss and what got her there. So if you have not listened to that episode, please go back and listen to it today. Um, It is truly inspiring, her story. Um, We do touch on sexual abuse and um, suicide in that episode, so please just know that those two things have been mentioned in there. Um, We do share some resources if you are in need of resources for that. Um, In an episode coming up after this releases with Jenica, we are going to be uh, sharing Lisa and I uh, mental health with being law enforcement wives and families um, and where we are this year and what we hope to do. Um, So we're super excited. We have some really big things coming this year and some fun interviews to share. Um, So thank you again, Jenny, for being with us. And um, we wish you the best of luck moving into 2024. So excited for you. Love what you're doing and everything about you. You're just amazing. I can't wait to see everything. How do we people get in touch with you? Do you want to shout out like your website or your Instagram, any of those things? We'll post those too, but. Yeah, perfect. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to follow along and hear all the different stories you guys have coming up and all the amazing guests you'll have. Um, Yeah, you can follow me on Amy's. Um, photography.com or you can go to my Instagram at amaze underscore photography. Awesome. And we will be sure to put that into our show notes and we'll share it on our, we'll link it to our Instagram when we share the story here. Um, We will also share some of her amazing photos so you guys can see them straight from our page for everyone. Um, Again, if you are just listening to this, please go to YouTube and uh, like it, share it, comment, follow, do all the things. Um, We truly uh, appreciate all of the support and the support for the people that we are interviewing on our show. Um, And again, we will be back with you soon. Thank you for following. We love you guys. Goodbye. Bye.